Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. What is good? This is Mark Jolliffe, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Got my guy Daga on the show today. We're going to talk about his new album, D.A. to the G, and a few more things as well. Before we do that, in the words of KRS-One, here are some words from our sponsor. Get your eyes right. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Baxter blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of glare. The past year, we have all been glued to our devices more than ever. I'm guilty of that. When I'm going to sleep, the lights are off. The kid and the wife are sleeping. I'm sitting here playing on the phone in the dark with this light shining in my face. And it's probably not good for me. Probably a bad idea. As well as watching scary movies before I go to sleep as well. But yeah, it's not a good idea to strain your eyes with these small screens as much as we are. Our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kids glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount this is the sign you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses we know you will love your baxters and we know that you will feel the difference this is the infinite banter podcast once again my name is mark jolliffe sometimes known as dj soundwave thanks for checking out the show got to give a big shout out to my guy my man 50 grand the one and only dj real one who was on the last episode if you have not checked out that episode go back and listen to it his new album direct flight is out right now check it out on Bandcamp and all streaming platforms make sure you check out that album easily one of my favorite albums of the year he's got a couple bangers on there with my guy m doc diego who by the way will be on this show in the next episode him and dbtz from manzu beats they got a new album out universal tongues 2 so we're gonna talk about that on the next episode but yeah that direct flight album from dj real one definitely check that out has a lot of bangers on there and some instrumental cuts so definitely don't sleep check out direct flight on today's show we got my guy daga on here from boston got to talk about his new album da to the g another man i mean so many good albums coming out i mean it's just hard for me to to sound like i'm not legitimately saying these are great albums of the year when they are but it's just like i keep getting hit over the head with these new albums and they're they're all like top shelf 
really great. So definitely go check this one out. We're going to play a couple songs from the album on here and talk to Dagger himself about the concept of the album and some of the troubles he had getting this thing made. It's pretty crazy, the stories he tells about it. So definitely stay tuned. We're going to talk to him in a couple minutes. And at the end of the episode, I do want to touch on something uh, somebody said to me the other day, something about twiddling my thumbs when I wasn't doing something. I want to put to bed the whole notion of what people say when you're at work and you're not doing anything and what they claim you're doing instead. So stay tuned for that. That's at the end of the episode. But as always, follow the show on all social platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. Go to YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, hear clips from past guests, rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser, and you can hear it on all streaming platforms, all digital platforms, like wherever you're hearing it right now. But of course, usual places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Pod Hero, Pod Knife, Good Pods, you name it, it's there. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk to Daga, talk about his new album, D.A. to the G, play a couple songs. But before we do that, the show never begins until the one and only... The legend himself, the devastating mic controller, DMC, says this right here. Yo, yo, what's up? This is me, DMC, the K-I-N-G, the greatest MC in history. And right now, you're listening to Infinite Banter, because we will banter on forever, because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be. I be Infinite Banter. Alright, you know how we do on the Infinite Banter Podcast. We bring out a music guest, we play a song to introduce you to that artist. So here we go. My favorite song from the album, from Daga, D-A to the G. This right here is Resuscitate. I love this song, and uh, every time I play this album, it's one of the songs that I look forward to hearing the most on it. So really a standout joint. This one right here, Resuscitate, off the new album from Daga, D-A to the G. And as soon as this song is over, we will hear from the man himself, straight from Boston, talking about this album and much, much more on the Infinite Banter Podcast. Here's Resuscitate from Daga on his new album, D-A to the G. Let's go. My mind is the weapon, I shine in your section Define my complexions, a dime up in the session I rhyme by profession, some lesson in imperfection Design like I'm etching and sketching, house of correction Got time on my hands, shackles on my feet Chains around my neck, getting whips in the streets And I'm slick when I speak, rhymes ticks to the beat Of the earth's metronome, 432 hertz It ain't broken so it works, I don't do it for the perks Of the sales of the merch, like I'm sitting on a perch With my nose in the sky, as I rest in the nest Cause the best wanna flex, but they still love the flesh Pop a pill for the stress pop still pop you with the grill punch you with the real nothing less in the sky scout so five third eyes could be reversed seen the first hand on command cram deep rehearse be the third be the hunger over under freedom first leave the fifth right the bed like the spare need to fix season six with the spring summer fall reasons mixed i used the fresh air beware this breathing rich now breathe breathe don't wait breathe breathe don't wait necessitate breathe Breathe, don't wait. Necessity. Breathe, breathe, don't wait. Necessity. Steal your breath like cat's eye. Overturn and capsize. Get someone a peace of mind. Otherwise, chastise the half truth, the half lies. Quickly flash fry. Reflect the blue sea straight through the black sky. Those stones and glass house grow bones that ain't soft. Ring tones that sing songs. Bring it on like King Kong. Without no days off, don't work, get laid off. Light up the crosshairs, holding one, I play golf. Three for the old two, mouth to mouth. Speak in tongues, delete the CO2, breathe heat. Through black rooms, WikiLeaks. 
this track's bums. Keep banking in the sheets, watch the beats with track flows. You're speaking facts, son, my pulse is regulated, stimulated in context. Deal direct, insinuated jargon is nonsense. Now I lay me down to sleep, take over conscious. Autopilot deep, REM in the marsh Increase rates per minute, I begin to rock this. Natural optics, as long as the clock thinks. CPR certified to aid those in need. Keep it green and fresh air like you're blowing on trees. Now breathe. Y'all, this is Acrobatic. You know, I possess the inhuman capabilities. And right now, I'm dropping the infinite banter with my homeboy, DJ Soundwave. Check him out, y'all. You're tuned into the Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave. And right now, I'm joined by an MC from Boston. You've heard him on tracks with Edan and Insight. His new album with producer DJ Real, DA to the G, is out right now. Educator and MC, the one and only Dag is on the Infinite Banter Podcast. What's up, man? How you doing, brother? Good, good, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, welcome in, man. Just an honor to have you on. And uh, this album, DA to the G, is just uh, for old heads like myself. It's, it's perfect. It's right up my alley. Talk about the album, man. Uh, <laughs> the concept and just getting it going. It, yeah. Hopefully the younger the younger generation will get him. Those two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, we can't sleep on the young. Yes. Please, everybody. 90 years old, nine years old, all of you. Come grab this album. This album is just great. But for those who aren't familiar, man, let them know, you know, how you came up and how long you've been in the game and everything. Yeah, man. Well, I, I definitely appreciate um, the kind words. Glad you're digging the album. For those that don't know, my name is Dagger, D.A. to the G. I'm an MC based out of Boston, still in Boston. I uh, came up through various groups, Electric Company, Masters of the Universe, Midnight Shipment, Nights of the Roundtable, lots of collabs, mostly with like, um, you know, some other Boston heads like Insight, Egon, and he was around at the time. And yeah, uh, Cloak and Dagger, and eventually, uh, you know, this whole thing ended up to me being a solo artist many many projects and and years later and here i am i'm, I'm also a dad a husband right uh an educator and yeah those are the titles you're most proud of, I'm sure, because I, I'm a new dad myself. My daughter's going to turn two years old, so I feel oh, you, man. It's 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 great. Oh, wow. thank, thanks, dude. You, Is that your first? Yeah. Might be my last. I'm not sure because I'm over 40. Like, I'm running around, and it's it's not easy. <laughs> it's, you know, they keep us they keep us young, though, man. So it's a good thing. You're it's right. Yeah, you, you speak on that for sure because you know, instead of me just sitting down watching a game or something, I gotta follow her around, make sure she's you know doing everything, and just just keeping up with her. It's it's been a challenge, but you know, with COVID and everything, I mean, I'm not getting outside exercising like I used to. So this is the next best thing. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I got uh, I got twin girls. Uh, they just turned four. Wow. In March. Man, um, you know, and my oldest, uh, she's up at Quinnipiac. She just finished her second year up there. So, so I hit the reset button, man. But I'm, 
I'm definitely, I feel you on that. They, they, they keep you active. Yeah. <laughs> they keep you in shape. Yeah, no doubt, man. <laughs> I, I'll ask you about that, you know, so, so you're, you know, a father and everything, and family life obviously is taking the forefront for you. How has that affected your music? Does it affect the, just how you make music? Does it, obviously it affects the content too, but how has that been for you, the transition of being an MC who's also a family man as opposed to single life MC? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's definitely, I think the biggest thing for me that, for me to, you know, the, the biggest thing that I had to get comfortable with was just the balance and the balance of time. Um, and you know, someone like me, man, I go into the studio and then I, I just won't come out. And you can't do that when you got kids that right. have needs that need to eat and, <laughs> and days. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and, and, and basics like that. And then, you know, you have a wife, you know, you can't spend more attention to, you know, the art than you than in your actual life and your family. So and then you have to work and you have to pay bills. So just trying to be an adult and just figuring out that balance was good. But I've always had like a, a, a in at home studio where I do all my recordings ever since ever since the divorce. Actually, um, I've been recording out of my out of my uh, studio at the crib. So that's been really helpful as far as me being able to dedicate a certain amount of time each night, each evening, on the weekends, whatever it is. So yeah, it was it was a process to get there. I've, I've always had the pen to the paper. You know, regardless of uh, if I wasn't that active, I was always writing because writing is just what I do. Um, right. So, you know, it, it may not be like uh, three months of recording and three months like in the studio, but it, it could be just six months of just reading and observing the world and just living life and then just, you know, writing my poems on paper. Yeah, no um, doubt. Had the twins heard your music at all? Are they are they fans yet? What do they think about? Oh, man, uh, listen, <laughs> they love the DA to the G, man. They, there it is. They, they they know all the samples. They <laughs> they they seen this thing kind of give birth to itself. So it, it's interesting, like the, the the different parts that they choose to sing or the different parts of the beat. I'm like, wow, like they really, you know, some folks may look at that like a negative thing, like I'm. I'm breeding some like little mini or something, but um, you know they enjoy the process too, man. They they're down in the studio with me, playing different keys and, and scratching on the turntables. And, That's awesome. Um, they see it all come together, so. Man, there it is. That's great. That that's what it's all about. You know, if, if you've got them in your corner, the sky's the limit. Now, you know, everything's everything's in front of you and you can just put out these uh, these albums, man. And I was reading that, you know, this album here, like there were some complications getting it made. Uh, DJ Reel's hard drive had some issues and, you know, songs took a while to get yeah. going. Like talk about how frustrating that must have been. But I mean, obviously, the end result was this album just great, you know, even with all that backstory. But was it quite a struggle just to get this thing going for a while? Yeah, it was it was definitely disheartening once his hard drive went because we started recording pretty much immediately after Rap Fantastic, which was in 2014, um, our last release, and we felt like we were cheated on that release because it wasn't really put out underneath the Dagger brand; it was put out underneath the Real Tag Duo. So you know, when you look in Spotify and you look at my catalog, uh, that album is not connected to, to all my other stuff. So it was a learning experience, but we were just like, y'all, we just need to put something else out. <laughs> right. We, you know, we were just being really productive and we were doing stuff independent. And that that 
that's fantastic didn't have a physical release it was just it was just uh a digital so we were just like yeah we want to do something but we want to like for real this time just do it right get it on vinyl and yeah we started recording um the a to the g my man cloak was around at the time and um you know definitely blessed a few tracks and then we got the feature with rusty and you know we were like 85 90 percent there and then you know, real called me that day with the bad news, and it was it was it was super frustrating. Yeah. He sent the drive out to UK to uh, it's like three or four different countries uh, that specialized in like recovery these companies and couldn't recover the files, and then you know that kind of knocked us down for a few months. And man, during the time I was getting married, I was buying a house, I was having twins. It was there was a lot going on, so I just kind of wanted to give up on it and just start new. But then real just started reconstructing everything. He went back to the original sources, the original records, and he was just like, F it, man. Like, we spent so much time on this. Like, we have to go like, right. you know, make it happen. So kudos to that dude, man. My hat's off. Because I, I was just like, there's no way you're going to go back and re-chop everything and re- and have it exactly the, the way it was, like, before. <laughs> I can't even imagine, man, how much frustration. And then just the, the work to do it twice there's nobody likes doing something two times after you already did right. it right the first time it's like ah but you know uh the end result is man this album like i said at the beginning is just for the old heads out there young heads everybody in between this is this is great stuff man there's so many songs i gotta ask you about but yeah the concept the whole album everything that goes behind it it probably just makes you feel that much more uh, proud of it because of all you went through all the trials and everything to get this thing done and here it is so Salute to both of you guys for putting this thing together. Thank you, man. Yeah, perseverance for sure is is uh you know, a lesson to be learned. Um for for, for all artists out there, you know. Just gotta gotta stick with it. And a new hard drive. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Seriously. That's crazy. It got sent to Europe or whatever just to try to figure it out and they're just like, nah, that's not gonna work. That's crazy. Yeah, and it's like we had to pay for that. Like there's oh, like these services where you have to pay and there's no guarantees, but like they are supposed to be the best in the best in Canada or the best in the best in the UK or wherever we sent it. And we, we paid each time. We better not be hearing uh, some similar sounding tracks coming out of those countries. We're going to know what really was know, up. Right? <laughs> It'd be like some cat in Canada. <laughs> He's got the same verse and the same rhyme structure and beats. Like, oh, you better not. <laughs> like, wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> I've never been to Canada what the hell is this <laughs> man talking about samples you know as an old head myself you know follow me caught me with the Rakim sample of course I'm just like oh man here you go right that this is right right in my wheelhouse uh talk about that track the follow me sample yeah and the, and the song yeah, in general so I <laughs> it's funny man Cloak brought the sample to me to the house and um it was a little bit off. I actually didn't know where the sample came from, and I don't want to disclose it on, on the show. That's okay. Don't know. worry about it. Well, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, and I, so I had no idea what that sample was, and it was a little bit off, and through the mixing process, you know, DJ Real cleaned it up um, pretty nice, but there was actually a concept that Cloak came with. He was just like, I got this sample, and, you know, kind of just kind of, he had this, somewhat of a hook with the follow me joint but that was the concept it was just like um something that could possibly go viral on social media um but at the same time it's just like yo this is who we are like like follow us just real simple no no hidden agenda behind it but 
both of us are such not big social media people anyway, kind of like an oxymoron type of thing. But um, but yeah, it was all close. I did. He came to the table with that. Man, that's great. And he's on uh, four tracks on here, correct? Yes, sir. Man, yeah, you guys are just that, that, that chemistry. And, of course, you guys have worked together, so obviously it was natural for you guys to do quite a few songs on here. Another one you guys did together, of course, is Colkin Daga Joint together. I mean, that one's another another banger on here. Talk about that one, too, that's uh, off of this album here. Colkin Daga Joint. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, uh, and being a comic book fan, I love Cloak and Dagger, the, the comic book. So, you know, I'm already, like, on board when I see the title, of course. But <laughs> Yo, well, that joint... <clears throat> When we first reconnected a few years back, because Close in Brooklyn now, that was one of the first songs we did. And it wasn't to that beat. It was to a completely different beat. And, you know, anyone that knows me knows I started with Cloak and Dagger. Like, that was my first um, stint as an MC in, uh, you know, early 90s and stuff. So I grew up rhyming with him. and But we never really released a project. So, um, you know, we reconnected a few years back and I was working on this album. Uh, we just wanted to bring it back to like that old school kind of no hook, fire, fire verses, just feeding off each other, going back and forth, and really just putting a stake in the ground as far as Cloak and Dagger is concerned. It's an introduction to us, but it's also just bringing you back to that era that, you know, the, uh, where the vibe just kind of originated from, even though you're now being introduced to it in 2021. Right. And then there's a song you have a video for, the Check Me Out, y'all. And uh, that one's a really cool way to introduce somebody, I think, to the album as well. Talk about just doing that video and, of course, the song itself. Yo, the video is probably one of the dopest videos I've ever been a part of and probably one of the more creative videos, hip-hop videos, or any music. Well, that operating scene is crazy, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I encourage everyone to check out that video. It was conceptually put together by Vessel Production, um, directed by Mike Silva. And he's nice with it. He's, he's, he does kind of commercial, like, big gigs, but he heard the music and he, he really wanted to put some visuals together for this introduction to the album. Yeah, and that intro was actually written after the album was done. You know, the album was pretty much set in stone. We just wanted to do like a proper intro for it. DJ Real came up with the beat. He just emailed it to me. And at that time, the album was pretty much done. So I was able to kind of listen to it and reflect a little bit and then kind of do a proper intro to it. And then Real brought in, you know, some live footage when when I was touring. And uh, right. I think it was like London with like Eat On It inside maybe. So yeah, it was nicely put together. And I really just give props to, to Mike Silva for putting that video together. It's really like top quality shit. And the cool thing is, you know, because none of us have been to a live show since, you know, whenever, you know year and a half almost two years now so as a listener and i'm hearing it i'm like oh man the the live show feel like as soon as you press play and it really made me feel like a different time and and actually hopeful too it was like man i hope these days come back you know we can go go see you or anybody perform so that's what i liked about the intro yeah yeah it looks like we're on the right track man right you know fingers crossed fingers crossed yeah. Probably my favorite song on the album after hearing it a few times has got to be Resuscitate. I mean, that one I seem to go back to each time. Talk about that song. And, you know, like I said, I, just, I think that's one of my favorite bangers on here. Uh, thank you, man. Um, I When I heard that beat, um, I don't know, something about the horns, just something about the way it was laid out. It just right. kind of made me breathe different. And then I just kind of ran with that. You know, I, I feel like Resuscitate, it's like... Uh, there's boom bap out there, 
not all boom bap is the same. Not all boom bap got the same right. vibes. And to me, resuscitate is something like that I want to hear on the radio. It's something that I want to hear, you know, when I'm flicking through the stations and it's just like nothing that I could play on the radio because I don't like it or because it's raunchy and I got right. kids in the car right. or because it's just like, damn, resuscitate, you know, and now it's time for that. And it's, it's also like a metaphor just for anything that you're doing in life. You know, sometimes we just got to pause and we just got to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And really just take a moment and, and you know, everything, it, there's not any situation or, or any um, thing that you cannot resuscitate outside of something that's dead already. So, you know, I kind of just went with that concept, man, just lyrically trying to, uh, you know, dance around that whole. Well, that's kind of the theme of the album, too. I mean, with, like you said, the whole backstory of just getting this album made and everything that went through with all the problems with the, the files and all that. And it's just almost like breathing new life into this album. And, you know, here it is. And radio stations, if you're listening, get this on your playlist. Stop messing around. This should be in rotation right now. <laughs> so we can go so, in the car with the kids and turn this on. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a clean song. I'm pretty sure it's clean. Yeah. Um, I mean, most of my songs are, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember one, too many cusses on here. I, I, if there were, I didn't catch them or I didn't remember right. them because it wasn't the focus. You know, I try to use cusses. I mean, I try not to use cusses, but if I have to use them, I, I I try to be slick with it. It's not it's not because it's a lack of thought or a lack of vocabulary. It's more it's more just me word playing, trying to be slick with it. Right. I mean, exactly. You know, with kids and stuff, and I'm even learning. I have to curb myself every now and then because I want to say something, and it's like ah, I gotta learn a different word. I gotta talk like Ned Flanders or something. I don't know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And you're an educator, too. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, beyond the, the house, I mean, outside of your home, you're also around the youth and, you know, you've got to watch yourself. You, I'm not saying you were cussing a lot before, but if you were, you definitely got to be careful. And even just little things you might say, you don't even think are maybe offensive or might, you know, a kid might hear and think of it in a certain way. Like, oh, I can't even say this. It's not even something I thought right. was bad before. It's, but, wow, I can't even say that yeah, either. That's a very good point, man. Um, and it even applies to, like, the things that I post on social media. Oh, like, big time. Yeah. You know, um, and I'm, and I'm in these classrooms teaching kids, you know, how to put words together. And, and when it's the older kids, like the high school kids, and I, I know they want to cuss. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, but, but it's just like, yeah, just, you can work on that song where you want to cuss outside of my class, you know, for this class, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not focused on that. So I, I try to practice what I preach. And, and really minimize um, the unnecessary, you know, vulgar stuff. Without a doubt. And, you know, you talk about teaching, I might as well get into that. And back uh, about a year or so ago, I had Acrobatic on here, and that was one of my highlights. You know, when he said he said he would come on here, I was like, man, I can't even believe it. And he was telling me how, he, how he's teaching and everything. And talk about, uh, you know, just the Boston scene and, you know, knowing guys like Mr. Liff and Acrobatic, and then, you know, just being an educator and, and what what it's like for you, and talk about you know the Boston Scores pro, uh, program. I just give you a lot of stuff to answer, so take your time. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, a that's a whole lot of not... whole lot of stuff, man. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Boston is so rich. The soil is so rich. They're just talented artists, producers, MCs, um, break dancers. You know, um, it's such a small town, man. Like we. You know, like I said, we 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 we've done well. I, I think being in it for a while, there's only a certain number of venues 
around to rock at. Um, and even now, there's Honda's there's like zero venues to rock at in Boston, or maybe one or two major ones. But you know, so you run into cast, man. You always you always kind of cross paths with with, with MCs. Um, and for the most part, man, you know, Boston cats are, are pretty gracious and and, and open armed um, when it comes to like working together and collabing and stuff like that. You know, particularly more now than than, than earlier on in the days. I think earlier on in the day, it was just like, yo, you had your crew and you stuck with your crew and there wasn't a lot of cross-pollination going on. But as all, as like a bunch of individual artists coming together, that first experience happened at, with the Knights of the Round Table. Um, and we were all kind of living together at Insight's um, place. And then Mr. Liff and T. Ruckus. Uh, and then from there, we just started meeting, you know, other cats that were really doing stuff and really getting biz. Um you know, Edo Ack, I didn't meet Ack until, oof, man, I don't even know when I met Ack. That was probably uh, during the inebriated rhythm. Oh, oh, we did a show down at City Hall. Um, so Boston had its first annual, like, Peace and Unity Fest. Big-ass hip-hop concert. And they brought in, like, a bunch of OGs, like Big Daddy Kane and um, Salt and Pepper. Wow. And, um, MC Light. It was it was real dope, man. Yeah. Something that Boston never seen before. And um, you know, they picked like the, the ten hottest groups at the time to perform um on stage. And we were one of them and Acrobatic was one of them. I think that was the first time I met Act. And then, you know, we crossed paths ever since frequently, but but probably more so in the education field than the hip hop world. So, you know, we connected um and worked together on a nonprofit called Seventh Element, where we, uh, it was like us and then um, Floor Lords. So Lena was also a part of that. And nice. we would go up into the community, um, community centers, YMCA's, after school programs. And we provide, you know, breakdancing classes, rhyming, you know, the history of, of, of hip hop and rap, um, and actually putting songs together and shooting videos for them and stuff like that. So I think now he's like a professor at, at UMass, Boston. I believe so, um, yeah teaching hip-hop so that's like you know you see the evolution of, of, of cats and then i see inside he's doing big things with like real estate right now you know same thing with mr lift so it's cool man it's, it's it's a small city um but we're all pretty much connected and interconnected and you know i think we all kind of inspire each other and keep pushing each other uh, just in, in different different ways um especially now in adult life like, I'm having a real estate conversation with insight. Like, <laughs> like, Which are important, man. I mean, yeah, you need to know right. those things besides just, you know, a new track. You know, those are just as important. Right. <laughs> For sure. Especially as we get older, man, because we're not, you know, we're not no, no, no young bucks. The hip-hop is what it is. Like, you know, the money's not great, especially when you're not touring and everyone's streaming and not downloading. A plug to download my album. Stream is cool, too, but, but download it, you know? Definitely. But yeah, you know, we got to eat, man. We got to plan for the future. And I got I got kids I got to put through college and, you know. So, yeah, we got to start thinking about investment and, and, and these other things that adults actually do and think about. We don't just rap. Like, we got to invest in ourselves and our future as well. That's just as important, like you said, as, as anything else. And uh, as you, you know, you always think about, like, back in the day, you know, you always wonder if the cats get paid correctly for music they were making and, you know, talk about all publishing rights and things like that and, I think yeah. now everybody's kind of independent as it is, but the money stream is not the same. So there's like there's a lot of pros and cons to everything. How tough is it being an independent artist? I mean, is it is it? I'm sure it's 
it's good because obviously you could do what you want. You don't have to worry about you know record label stuff coming at you and telling you how to put out an album or how to perform or anything like that. But at the same time, you know the promotion and everything. Is it hard to do all that on your own for the most part? Yeah, it is. You know, to a certain extent. You know, um, and I think I've had both experiences now where I've been on a label with like Lewis Recordings. Um, and I've been independent and, you know, I prefer independence. You know, you just gotta, it took me a while to figure out like the steps, the complete steps. Right. Like, I, yeah, I can record shit at home, but how do I make it sound good? You know, I need people to mix and master. Um, so, you know, you gotta add people to the team that specialize in these things. And, you know, a lot of cats don't even care about mixing, mixing and, and mastering, but that's a part of it. And, and you gotta promote, you gotta promote, you know, I, I'm fortunate now where you know i got jerry graham helping me out with some publicity salute stuff. to jerry yeah big up to him you know big ups to jerry graham for sure um and i've also been around for 15 20 years now so you know i think that also helps my albums for the most part have been consistent um as far as just like being solid projects i feel like each album gets better and better so that definitely helps but yeah man it's you can't be an independent artist and cut corners or just think it's going to happen by by overnight or, you know, think you can't put in the work to push and promote it or or even invest money into it. I got vinyl coming. I, I got the test press actually right here. The Man Man just came. Oh, man. <laughs> go go ahead and promote all of that, man. You, so you got it, the vinyl you know, for this but, album? Um, yeah, the, the vinyl is here. You know, I wow. pressed it out of my own pocket. Man. Um, manufacturing it, you know. Had to get a barcode so that everything you could track. And in doing so, created my own kind of record label. So there's, you know, the independence thing is dope. If you understand what you're doing and you're ready to commit and invest your time and most likely some, some dollars into it. Yeah, and it's got to be more personable, too, because you're having a direct relationship with fans that want to get the product from you. And uh, how could they get this vinyl, man? Is it out yet? You still, you said it's not quite ready? Yeah, we had to... You know, uh, we had to reject the first test presses. The vinyl should have came out with the album on May 7th, but when we got the test press, there was like, there was like this weird bump at the start of side B, and I, I just, we just couldn't let that fly. So rather than press up a bunch of vinyls that we know, you know, may have some issues, we rejected it, and therefore the, the vinyls delayed like a month. But um, right. I got a distribution deal through traffic, entertainment, uh, traffic distribution. Um, and they're going to handle all of the, dis- the distribution of, of the vinyl um, worldwide. So, you know, you can always check out Dagger.com. I'll, I'll definitely keep my website up to date as far as when the vinyl's here and when it's available through traffic. I'll also have a handful of copies, you know, here at the house. I know we'll have, uh, you know, some copies at, at, at his crib, too, where we can um, do stuff through Bandcamp um, and send stuff directly. But Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's just more trips to the post office, and that's just more money being spent. And I'd rather right. <laughs> utilize that for the distributor. Gotcha. Yeah, so got to be a lookout for that. Make sure you guys go to the website, Dagger.com, and he'll keep you updated on when you can get that vinyl. And of course, you can get the album now, streaming-wise. I've been saying since the top, this is a great album. Really good. I want to get back to a couple things on the album, too. Uh, another joint on here, To All That, was another classic You know, I heard on here. I was like, man, this is another another banger. Talk about that record. Ah, uh, thank you. Yeah, man, I was just like, I don't know, I was tired of like, the weed man, like, always just, like, playing games with me and chasing this guy, like, <laughs> and that's really what it was, so, you know, <laughs> I was, I think we were playing around with it one day, right? and we were like, man, this dude never, I'm tired of chasing this dude, so at the time when I made this, this hook, I was, I was, I had a band called Project Tree, and uh, it was just, like, out of rehearsal one day, and we, we started playing around with the chorus, I started playing around with the chorus, and, um, you know, so all the, uh, and it really it, it was just like a simple thought that ended up i i don't know once i did the chorus it seemed kind of catchy and it was just kind of i just ran with that man i just wanted it to be like a raw joint i know there's heads out there that you know has similar pains when it comes to like the weed man and all that <laughs> um <laughs> You know, I know we got dispensaries everywhere. I was going to say, I mean, you might not need the weed man anymore, but that's probably a different problem. Yeah, but, you know. Yeah, uh, stand in line. Extra taxes and stuff with the, with the dispensary. Yeah. I guess there's a convenience fact or a convenience value to that. Um, right. But yeah, man, that's, that's to anybody, like, always chasing the weed man and just weed man always playing games that he's going to be here at 8 o'clock and it's 4 o'clock. You don't even hear from him. <laughs> Um, that's great it's like somebody who used to get that really good coffee oh for real man it's like somebody used to get that like Juan Valdez type coffee and now he's at Starbucks he's like damn it you know I used to chase the coffee man around I I, I think that's kind of what it's probably like I guess I'm trying to think of like another way to look at it but yeah the the dispensary game it's uh, yeah I can't I can't even see what that's like I haven't been to one yet but I see them on the news and there's lines around the corner and all that and a new one just popped up today and it's like eh right, cool (laughs) <laughs> right. Well, hope, hopefully you don't have too many problems catching that dude. <laughs> but but even though even if yeah, you did, no, I, I got a I got a I got a couple lined up now, and there you, you know, go. We got a whole process in place. It's it's fine. But it was it was more kind of like a fun. Started off as a fun concept, and um, you know, once we laid some verses to it, it kind of came out pretty dope. And that sample, that whatever real did on that, like. It just kind of gave it that rawness. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. He did his thing out of it. And, hey, Weed Man, if you're listening, thank you for not getting back to him in time because we got a cool song out of it. So I appreciate you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Keep running. <laughs> yeah, now, now he's going to start calling me. Watch. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like, I heard that song, man. Did you talk about me on that track? Right. <laughs> man. And, uh, you know, another track I want to bring up in here with uh, the Black Trucks, Rusty Jux, man. That's that's just a straight, like, there it is. It's right in your face hip-hop song, man. That's just, I like that record a lot, man. Talk about working with him and, and that song. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, too. That that beat just, 
that beat yeah. just screamed Rusty's name all over it. Um, and I had a concert. I had a concert with, like, you know, black trucks, um, you know, me driving around in a black truck just um, with some kind of, like, GPS monitor just finding all the whack-ass MCs and just kind of destroying them. I had a verse. I reached out to Rusty. We just straight cold called him. You know, I mean, we recorded this in maybe 2016. Um, oh, that's right. You said this is one of the songs that was on the files originally, right? That got damaged exactly, or lost. Okay. Exactly. Um, oh, and thankfully, he didn't have to send us new vocals. Like, like his vocals were like in the 15% that were actually still there. Oh, good. Um, so that was, that was, that was dope. But yeah, I came up with the concept. I wrote the first verse. He kind of reached out to him on some cold call shit. He actually responded. He thought the beat was fire. He liked the concept. Um, and then we just went from there, man. After he sent his first verse, I was just like, yo, this shit got to go first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, jokes on the radio. And then we we connected after that. We kind of came up with the chorus. And then he was like, yo, I, I, I'll do a second verse. He was like, I need to do a second verse on this. Um, that really set the song off when, when there's another one, yeah. Yeah, so we kind of built that. It was like verse, then the chorus, then the verse, and then second verse. So we built that over like two or three weeks. But I love how it came out, man. No, it's great. You don't hear a lot of features where they have two verses on a song. So I, I thought it was like an extra, you know, when I heard it, I'm like, man, that's really cool how they, they kind of went back and forth like that. That's That made me... You know, enjoy the song even more because I got more rusty, and obviously, of course, you as well. And it was just, uh, it just really made the song on another, on the next level as a listener. So yeah, salute to you guys for that one. Word, thank you, man. Yeah, I hate, I don't, I'm not heavy on features too. So like, if it's gonna be a feature, like I, I don't want to sound like it's something that was just emailed over to me. Like let's let's collab and let's work on this. You know, let's let's compose something. Like don't just send me a verse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's 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 how I like to. Well, and I'm just appreciative of that dude and just easy to work with and just a professional, man. I like the way he rolls. Yeah, that's the best part about it is like it wasn't just your typical feature, like you said, and it's five years in the making, and here it is. I just, uh, everybody listening, I mean, definitely go check out this album, DA to the G. And uh, I want to ask you about a couple songs that are not on this album, some other songs I heard. Uh, this one I really like, this new old me one. And uh, there's a couple of verses I got to bring up, you know, all business when you're sipping on the Guinness, because Guinness is my favorite drink. So that definitely salute for that one. <laughs> Although I haven't drank it that much since the baby was born. I'll be honest. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Well, you're going to have your days. It's coming back soon. Oh, OK. Because I thought they were done. I was like, yeah, that's double it. Fold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, the new old me, that was like, uh, is that something off my, I think that's something off my. It's on your SoundCloud. Uh, that's where I found it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, there was just a, a, a song. Um, I don't know. I write a lot, man. Um, and I think I was just going through this, you know, metamorphosis, this, this butterfly effect. Like I'm, I'm growing my locks back. I'm just, you know, I'm in a nice groove with the music, with work, just professionally and everything. So I think at that time I was just like, yeah, it's just over reflective kind of piece. But the beat is like an industry beat. It was just something I was just playing around with. Got gotcha. you. Studio and I, I actually like the way it came out, so I just do it on my SoundCloud. Well, I was wondering when it came out because you had a verse in there. You said free shots like a vaccine. I'm like, whoa! I just got mine. So I'm like, hey, shit. <laughs> yo, that's crazy. And I was like, like, did he just? Yeah, is this nah. new or is this old? Because I couldn't tell. I had, I was nah, trying to research old, it. 
that man, you're on some Nostradamus type shit, man. Salute. Yo, they were trying to give us vaccines. They've been coming up with an excuse to give us vaccines for the last 25 years, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Bird flu, swine flu, SARS. All of it. <laughs> I mean, basically, when you're after you're born, you're going to the doctor every three months to get vaccines. I mean, that's all they do is stick needles in you. So, man. Yeah, man. I got I got some feelings towards vaccines. It's probably not the popular vote, but you know, ever since my daughter was diagnosed, with, uh, she's on the spectrum, and uh, I just been doing a lot of research, man, and. Everything just seems to point towards vaccines. Just the rate of kids on the spectrum now versus like the seventies, and um, yeah, it's just pretty wild, man. I, I don't, I don't know what the hell. Sometimes I feel like we just like guinea pigs. Sometimes. Yeah, that's you know, true. You know. Yeah, that no, without a doubt on that one, and yeah, I, I, I mean, I did mine. I, I did my duty, but yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna sit here pretend like I know anything about it. You know, I don't know what they're sticking in me necessarily. I just, I'm supposed to do it, so I did it. But yeah, there is that little bit I mean, of doubt, I'm, you know. Right. I'm, man, I'm around kids. I, I really should get it. I just want to hold off, man, just for a little bit. Like, you know, I'm, I wasn't in the high-risk category in the first place. You know, I'm in my 40s. And I'm pretty healthy. I wear a mask. I don't go, I don't get close to anybody really, but. You know, I never even had a flu vaccine, man. So I just dude, I got my I first one last December. The flu vaccine, so I'm I'm right there with you. I was never that dude, and all of a sudden, like here I am. I, I, right, you know, because I think it's the right thing. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I did it. But yeah, you're right. I never got a flu vaccine. I never did any of that stuff. I never really got sick, so I never felt I needed these things. But as things get crazy, I'm just like, uh oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, man. I'm happy. For anyone that got the vaccine, that is that that gives them any kind of sense of relief or like comfort, man. Like for sure, for sure, I, I'm definitely not knocking that shit. And right. I, I won't completely rule it out. I just wanted, I just wanted to play out a little bit, and I'm certainly not giving it to my kids. Like they're already pushing that shit now. Um, yeah, it's like 12 years old now. They're talking, and I'm just like, uh, it's the age yeah, is getting lower and lower. I, 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 no, 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 no. Yeah. Not for so kids. We'll see. I, not, I'm just not in a rush, man. Like, let's just see what happens September, October. I got, I got tickets to go to Disney World in September, and I feel like they're gonna tell me I, I need to, I can't get on the plane unless we're vaccinated. So, oh yeah, um, right. You know, and then that's gonna be a whole other separate issue. It's like, do I get vaccinated or do I like, or do I fight for my rights? You know what I mean? Right um, or drive. <laughs> Third option. Hell no. That was the twins, man. That's, oh, a, no. that's a long ass drive, man. Oh my goodness. I think the farthest I drove was from Chicago to Atlanta, and that was man, that was a long time. But it was worth it. It was great. Yeah. That's about the same amount of time I'm guessing, roughly. Uh, no, yours is probably farther. Boston to Florida. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely farther, I think. But man <laughs> with with kid oh no way. I did that once before when my oldest daughter was younger, um, and I think it took me like three days, two nights. First stopped in Delaware, and then we stopped um, in one of the Carolinas or something like that. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. No, <laughs> there it is. 
You heard it here. He said I would not recommend it. And I don't either. Yeah. It's only if they give you a hard time about getting on the plane. <laughs> then it's like, right. Right. <laughs> got these right. tickets. Damn it. <laughs> Man. A couple of the songs I asked you about real quick before I let you go. Uh, you brought up Salt and Pepper earlier, and there's that song, Nice. You know, that one is uh, another one I hope people go out there and seek it out. The Mike Sounds Nice kind of remix version you guys did. That's a, that's another banger. Oh, man. You, you did some homework. You oh, know, I have that, to, of course. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that joint, I did, um, who on there, Algebra, who's in a group called Black Medine. Um, another group from Boston. They're on, uh, was it Spit Slam? They're on um, Public Enemies um, label, on Chuck D's label. But yeah, man, that, that, that was actually a remix. That was another joint that real got his paws on it's just like yeah nah let me remix that and then he brought in a song and pepper sample nice and it kind of included that in the beat but yeah that was our little homage to uh you know to salt and pepper man and to you know we, i always try to do that in, in a lot of my songs just give a mention or, or something man just to acknowledge those that did this before yeah, that's what it's all about and of course you know you being an educator i had to do my homework you would have caught me red-handed like hey man <laughs> do you even know who I am? You know, you put me on this show. You don't even know anything about me. So <laughs> that's not good, man. Definitely have to do my homework. Hey, Jerry, what's up with this Mark dude? Yeah, he's a clown. <laughs> Jerry, don't ever book me for this idiot again. Moron. How did this guy get acrobatic on his show? <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Uh, <laughs> uh, another one that I, I, I saw it on SoundCloud, a Caribbean festival. Beat on that one and just no holds barred on that track. Oh, thank you. So that is a joint that I actually, there it is. Um, and yeah, I'm I, I got some production skills. Every time I every time I make a beat though, or a song, real just remixes it. So he <laughs> <laughs> just takes what you did. Like, well, let me fix that. He's, yeah, he's keeping me in place. <laughs> Sounds like when I make the bed, and she's like, "You didn't do this right. These pillows go." I'm like, "All right, just yeah. do, just do it. Then yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm out here." <laughs> he's like, "Yo, that's dope." send it to me <laughs> okay and it's a different right, song <laughs> yeah um but that joint it was it was actually a loop um that i found not, not that i found but it's a loop off of uh a cool in the gang joint actually called caribbean festival but there's a section of the record where you could actually juggle it back and forth uh from the left to right turntable um nice. and that's pretty much what i did to create that beat and then uh there was a separate section that i used for the uh for the chorus but again i didn't um i didn't put that out it's a pretty known sample i just was playing around with it and threw it on my soundcloud and i'm, I'm probably gonna you know start throwing more stuff up on my soundcloud because i got a whole library of stuff that just has not been heard over the years or included um in albums or projects so that's that's definitely something else to look look forward to as well as the DA to the G. Where can most people find uh, music that you have out now? Obviously, you know SoundCloud's one place, but as far as anywhere else, your your website is probably your main one. I'm guessing. Yeah, I think I think my website is the nucleus. Everything kind of is connected to that. You know, the Instagram, the, the, the Twitter. But I would utilize Dagger.com as um, the central base to get all your latest updates and and tidbits and whatever else and where can they follow you on twitter instagram and all that uh it's just the real dagger um on instagram on ig the real dagger uh on twitter it's that kid back and uh real quick yeah. before i let you go um the cover art for da to the g with the tree and everything did you uh, design that what was the concept with that so my man kagan mcleod created that he drew that 
and I presented the concept to him. He actually did some work on my uh, videos called Wild Fellow off the Noises of the Trigger album. Um, it's a dope animated video um, that he worked on. He, you know, he worked on um, on that. But yeah, so I reached out to him. I had this concept. I just, you know, I've been here. I've been dropping projects um, pretty consistently um, for the last 20 years. A lot of features, a lot of touring. And I just feel like, you know, my name still is kind of underneath the radar. So I just had this concept of like a hip-hop forest but like this tree that's just, you know, you can tell it's been there for a while, um, but you you can also tell it's, it's firmly rooted and it ain't going nowhere. That was just kind of like the concept behind it. I, I, I know yeah. when I first mentioned it to Rail, he was like, oh, so you want you so you want to be a tree? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah, kind of. I always just wanted to be a tree. Yeah. Not smoke trees, and be I a was, tree. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But yeah, he executed on that, man. And I just, yeah, I, I kind of also just want to leave it up to the viewer to interpret, you know, what the cover means to them. But to me, it's just like, this was a statement album. I never released a, a self-titled album before. Um, so there's a reason why I self-titled it. And there's a reason why I chose that artwork. Um, and there's a reason why it took seven years for it to come out. So right. I, I think the packaging is just appropriate and i think i know what's the lineup here it's going to look fire with the with the you know man the actual artwork and just you can touch it you can grab it so yeah props to kagan mcleod um on that he took my face and he just i don't know how he did that man but (laughs) it's it's cool man it definitely looks i feel like i you know like it's a like a cool looking like not a cartoon but it definitely feels like the vibe of the album and I'm glad the album wasn't called So You Want to Be a Tree. I'm glad that wasn't at all the title of the album. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, man. That'll be the remix album. Um, but I definitely need to cop yeah. that vinyl when it's out, man. So I'm definitely going to be bugging you and following you and see when you post about it so I can grab a copy because I definitely need one in my, my hands. This, this was a really Yo, great I album, man. I appreciate that, man. I, I, I got you. I got you for sure. No doubt, no doubt, man. Big up for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, this is an honor having you on. And like I said, people listening, go follow them. Go check out Daga.com. And uh, this album, DA to the G, is just uh, one of my favorite albums of the year. It's only, you know, mid-May or whatever. But yeah, this is right there in line with everything I've heard. Much love, isn't it, Banta, man? I I definitely appreciate this. This is like a really fun conversation. I've been having a lot of these little interviews, man. But this is, this is, oh, cool. I don't know. It's like I was kicking it with a homie. So yeah, I man. You, man. I try not to be too, uh, you know, not, I don't want to say professional because that'd be, that'd be bad, but definitely, you know, try to make it more like, you know, just two people talking instead of just, you know, run down a bunch of questions and, you know, what's your favorite food or whatever. Like, that's boring or, you know, who's, who's your favorite <laughs> MC? Uh, who's your top 10? Like, that's, that's whatever, man. <laughs> it ain't going nowhere with that. So, man, salute. I love it, man. <laughs> man, you know, real quick, I'll ask you, uh, when I had Acrobatic on, of course, me and him are big wrestling fans. You at all mess with wrestling, or is that not a not a thing? Man, I was a big wrestle fan back in the day, but then it got it got I don't know it, it turned into like some kind of soap opera <laughs> over the years. Yeah, but, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I mean, Coco Beware, Iron Sheik, like that was my era, man. Like, um, yeah, the eighties. Yeah, you know the Ric Flair's, all that, man. I I remember going to the Garden and seeing Andre the Giant. Wow. Um, 
as a shorty, my, my, my dad brought me um, with a Celtics play. And yeah, man, it's, I don't know, it took a turn, though, man. It got too Hollywood. Or too, too Oh, it is now, big time. They just had zombies in a match on Sunday, so it was bizarre to promote some zombie movie that just came out. So, I don't know. Right. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's, but I know when, when I was talking with Ack, we were talking about WrestleMania and stuff, and we were like, man, stuff is just not the same, man. Something's falling off a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I guess it happens in every uh, in every genre at some point. But I'm sure there's still some authentic. Oh yeah, no, there's there's some guys that are really good, and, and and the women wrestling too. I mean, they're all there's there's definitely some athleticism and some some real talent. But yeah, not like when we grow up in the '80s. It's a different era for sure, man. Oh man, um, Ultimate Warrior, my dude. Yeah, I was just watching the Macho Man biography on A and E the other day, and I was like, man, this dude was classic. I mean, it's one of the all time greats. Yo, Vice does a lot of shows on on um, yeah behind the scenes. Dark Side of the Ring, yeah, yeah, and they they don't end well. They're always like the worst story. <laughs> like it's always you know then this happened and like oh man, uh, yeah. but you know there's that unfortunate wrestling. There's a lot of you know even in hip hop you know we've lost some legends in the last just three or four months here. You know there's there's so many stories and and things to tell about things like that that's happened so hey thanks again for coming out here man appreciate it everybody listening definitely go check out this album da to the g and you know salute to you for coming on here really appreciate it man yo i appreciate it nothing but peace man and, and, and love man and hopefully we can do it again so oh for sure anytime you need to promote something you got a new album coming out you know definitely you know let me know let jerry know and you're always welcome to come back man without a doubt appreciate you man all right thanks dude yeah, such an honor talking to Daga. Really, really like talking to, to guys like him. You know, they go through so much just to get an album made, you know, more than a, you know, just, not just time and years, but just technical malfunctions and having to re-record things. And I'm sure people out there are listening who work in music and produce and things. I'm sure there's always some sort of obstacle that you have to get over to get something finished. I mean, with this podcast, I remember there was an interview I did with Drake Hobbs almost two years ago, and the file saved in the wrong format. I don't know why it didn't save as an MP3 and I couldn't figure it out and shout out to my guy DJ Real One. He was able to fix it, but it brought me back to that. And you know, you you put so much effort into something and you record it and you get it ready and then you go to finish it or put it out or whatever and you realize something's wrong and there's no feeling worse than that. So definitely salute to Daga for getting that thing situated and it all worked out this album is really good and it was definitely worth the wait so let's play another song from that album DA to the G this song right here is called follow me like this song a lot we talked about it in the interview really really good song definitely go out there and cop that album DA to the G and follow Daga on social media at the real Daga D-A-G-H-A and go to Daga.com that is D-A-G-H-A here we go follow me from his new album D-A to the G on the Infinite Banter Podcast you wanna know about me 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 you wanna know about me? Who, me? Huh, huh, huh. These are 
two shots from Tupac with one shot I two cop two rock the heat rock from up top to Bangkok with Biggie Google Miguel Pisa Sulu I'm fooling with a Yu-Yu consonate just to do now who you a rapper dapper brother trying to make it Jimmy Cat ghetto prejudice on races simple in the faces untouched laces me and my and Dita travel far many places beside catch cases working on a hustle tired of a struggle any money just a struggle the trouble I'm a piece with a piece technique catch me on the street with your freak late night week for keep some and take this that and then some stacking up those ones for a steady income now run and google up my name and my alias add me on your twitter instagram at charlie follow me if you want to know who i be follow me if this music moves me follow me if you want to know who i be follow me if this music moves me follow me if you want to know who i be follow me Got more style than What's up on WhatsApp? Attach gifts, select tracks on the gram. Fuck with fam, cause fake fans fuck with spam. I don't snap, I don't chat, never post from the flat. No DMs, no PMs, just GMs on the map. Facebook to FaceTime, I face my face to face. Flick a pick up a quick when I travel place to place. From my space to high stakes, cause just mingling black planners. Filthy trash, checking ass. DAG understands it. Hotmail, AOL, MSN, Yahoo. Google in the earth, message Tyrone like Bob do. My timeline tells the tale. Every tweet for the streets as we leak with the heat. Release Beast on beats, running circles, keep it cautious till it's in my straight. Still, my circles multiply by the figure eights. Broke fakes wanna do all that hooting and hollering. My name is Rockin', but you can keep on following. Follow me, if you wanna know who I be, follow me. If this music moves me, follow me. If you wanna know who I be, follow me. If this music moves me, follow me. If you wanna know who I be, follow me. If this music moves me, follow me. To a state of bliss, you played the mix. I'll ask a while like Jada Kiss. Follow me, but first follow yourself. If it ain't in the follicles, it's volatile, not probable. But don't follow me. If you need to call an audible, if you cherish solitude, then follow me. Just back in '89, never mind swine. I don't even swallow beef on loose leaf. I design. Yeah, 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 you already know who it is. It's your boy Eddie Kane, man. I'm with DJ Soundwave. Don't play yourself, man. You're tuned in the Infinite Banner Podcast. Stay locked. You know the best is here, baby. Yeah. Make sure you check out the Have You Seen It podcast. Have you ever wondered what shows are like in foreign countries, but the language barrier is what stopped you from giving them a chance? My name's Maggie, and I host the podcast Have You Seen It, where I talk about TV shows from countries all around the world. If you're like me, you spend more time on Netflix looking for something to watch than actually watching something. So if you don't want to spend time scrolling through Netflix or even Hulu, check out my podcast for some show suggestions. I talk about the plots, tell you who the cast is, what I liked and what I didn't like about the shows. And I also throw in some fun facts about each country, tell you where in the world the show takes place, how close they are to any other shows that I've already covered, mention any cultural differences or similarities that I noticed, and my favorite part are the words and phrases that I picked up while watching these shows. You can check out Have You Seen It on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and most other places you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at OfficialHYSI. That's O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L-H-Y-S-I. And make sure to like the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash OfficialHYSI. Let me help you find your new favorite show. What's going on? It's Mighty Healthy, a.k.a. The Grimiest Nobody. You're rocking with Infinite Banter with DJ Soundwave. 
Time for you to leave, assholes. That is Kirk Acevedo telling me it is time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. He's always trying to kick me out of here, trying to tell me, hey, it's Memorial Day weekend coming up. Get the hell out of there. Stop doing this podcast thing and go outside because it's nice out. And he's right. <laughs> it's like 88 degrees here in the Chicago area, so I need to get out of the studio here, a.k.a. the dining room. But uh, before I get out of here, I brought it up at the beginning of the episode. Um, so the other day, someone said to me, you know, hey, when you're bored, you shouldn't twiddle your thumbs. And I know that's like an old time thing. Nobody ever really says that. And like, hey, you're not working. What are you doing? Twiddling your thumbs. And that's one of those things people say all the time. I just I put it out there like I don't even know how to twiddle my thumbs. I barely even know what that is. And let's put it like this. If I'm ever bored, you know, what I'm not doing is twiddling my thumbs. I'm usually looking at my phone or yawning <laughs> i may do that if i'm bored but i'm definitely not twiddling my thumbs you might even hear somebody say something like hey stop scratching your ass and get back to work or you know what are you doing just picking your nose like you know what you know when i pick my nose you know when i do it when there's something in there i don't have to be bored to do it i could be in the middle of something exciting and then i gotta pick it or if my ass is itchy i'm gonna scratch it, it has nothing to do with being bored at work or trying to get paid and not do any work and that's what i'm doing instead like i, I never understood how people say that stuff and anyway, you know what? I don't really do those things, to be honest, because I wash, you know, but <laughs> it's so silly. But <laughs> when someone brought it up the other day, this whole twiddling the thumbs thing, I had to like shut it down. I'm like, I don't twiddle my thumbs when I'm bored. When I'm bored, you know what I do? Nothing. I just sit and do nothing and stare at my phone. That's the equivalent of twiddling my thumbs or scratching my butt or whatever you want to call what somebody does when they're not working hard or not uh, in the middle of something. Nah. No, that's stupid. Nobody scratches their ass on their book. Well, if there are people who do that, then, you know, a salute to you, I guess. Just don't touch me. All right, that's it for the Infinite Banter podcast. Once again, big up to Daga. I'm sure he loves being on an episode where I talked about this stuff. Uh, <laughs> go check out his new album, DA to the G. It's a real banger. Going to play one more song before we get out of here. But, yeah, salute to him. Go to Daga.com cop that album and the vinyl should be coming up shortly can't wait to get that i want to plug a couple other albums that are out there my guy jason griff who's been on the show a few times his new album fireside chats just dropped been listening to that you will not hear an album anything like that basically kind of like a punk rock hip-hop album so the samples and the tracks are rock feel guests that have been on this show are on the tracks he's got alaska alex ludovico zilla Rocca, all been on the show and of course a sky point from our guy scorsese who's on a track and there's also a bonus remix of that song that he's on so really good to hear him on a song and definitely check out that new album from jason griff fireside chats i posted about it on instagram so definitely go check it out and Universal Tongues Part 2 with MDoc Diego, Manzu Beats. And you will be here at MDoc on the next episode that I do, as well as DBTZ of Manzu Beats. I look forward to having them both on here. Talk about that album. Really good stuff. That album features a track, Tango and Cash, which everybody needs to go check out as soon as you stop listening to this podcast. All right, that's it for me. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. Go to YouTube. Type in Infinite Banter, search for clips from past guests, and definitely listen to the show on all streaming platforms that you do it. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. That's it for me. Before we go, let's play one more song from Daga. This right here is featuring Rusty Jooks. This is Black Trucks, man. This is a banger right here. Happy Memorial Day. Get out. Go do some grilling. Do whatever you got to do. Celebrate. So here we go. Daga, Black Trucks, featuring Rusty Jooks of his new album, DA to the G. That's it for the show. Until I do another one of these, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road.
old nigga turn the dial up You can smell a cinch when the body starts to pile up Whoa, pearl handle grip on a Dillinger Wild Dillinger, popping out a Pillinger The crowd mover, I wear the whole club out You washed up, I tear the whole tub out Rub by the rapper trying to rule my spot Stupid ass nigga act like a fool to get shot I get the drop on him, grab the big submachine, let it pop on him Nigga gotta get the cream, I'm a trill nigga No adjectives or conservatives Hong Kong niggas, niggas don't deserve to live Fuck that, these rappers taking up space, get fucked that Homie murder was the case Yeah, look straight down brackets Loud racket for letting off the rack. I clap a rapper in a trap house Slap him in the crack mouth Gap to the skull cap See a black before they trap out Stab with the dragon play for talking all reckless With the words he took to the spleen Niggas catch a tetanus It's like you playing Tetris with the living walking dead Dropping bombs, falling arms, leg a leg of arm heads I see the color red in my city, what a pity Red dots, red blocks, red socks, red fox Too pretty on the tape Real hit him with the break Niggas moving like some birds Hit him with the shake and bake My hand game intimidates Pound for pound, watch your way to feel the wrath of a blast For my special 38 What's today's math? Wait, niggas giving bad dates Sitting at the round table while the squares depreciate WTF, LMAO, abbreviate LOL, what the hell, rock bell since 88 When them boys pulling up in the black truck Your time's up Don't even press your luck, cuz Your time's up 3, 2, 1, what's up? Fuck the limelight, get your rhymes right Them boys pulling up in them black trucks Your time's up Don't even press your luck, cuz Your time's up 3, 2, 1, what's up? You know what crime it is On that grind light, so get your mind right I be coolin' while I'm rulin', always schoolin' you dummies Dutch full of perp and my cup real rummy Rappers run from me like the DT's pulled up Got a Glock in the stock and it's pulled up Squeeze out The cats get peeled out Rusty jokes when I spit what I feel out If you ain't got that gift, you ain't got it Dogs always bark that shit till I shot it If you talk, you better walk your hard for it though you run it I might crack a smile, but ain't a damn thing funny Crime scene bloody, took the shoes with the laces Left no evidence, no fingerprints and no traces I'm good with the reg, even higher with the fire But that guap when I took that clock, niggas expire Blindfolded, hard tied stuff in the twin matches When the boys pulling up, ain't no question at the gaps When the boys Pulling up in the black truck, your time's up. Don't even press your luck, cuz time's up. Three, two, one, what's up? Fuck the limelight, get your rhymes right. Them boys pulling up in the black trucks, time's up. Don't even press your luck, cuz time's up. Three, two, one, what's up? You know what crime it is. On that grind light, so get your mind right. Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.